0: Hey, welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is Trip from Tripadvice.com. And this episode is sponsored by Spartagen XT, the all-natural supplement that will help you boost your drive, boost your libido, help you get your confidence back in the bedroom. So if you have any issues with low testosterone, or you think that you might have low testosterone because you're not able to get it up anymore, you're not feeling horny anymore, something's going on that you don't want to when you're with a girl sexually. Well, then I suggest you check this stuff out cuz it definitely uh, it definitely works. And again, it's 100% natural just with vitamins and uh, and herbs that will help support your immune system and support your libido. So check it out, spartanlibido.com. Again, that's s p a r t a n libido.com. I uh, check that out so you can learn more about how that's going to help you. star. In the bedroom. So, today's episode, we're gonna be talking to a Miss Lauren Francis, who uh, is a beautiful woman inside and out, who's gonna be talking to us about how to keep a woman dedicated to you. That's right. She is, uh, she, well, she's been on a lot of stuff, okay? She's been called the Man Whisperer by Extra, the Flirt Fairy, by Victoria's Secret. Uh, she's been in Glamour Magazine. She has uh, written a book called Dating, Mating, and Manhandling, which has been called the Modern Dating Bible for Women. She's been on Bravo, Extra, VH1, Oxygen, NBC. I mean, this woman has done it all. And now she gets to be on the How to Talk to Girls podcast to talk to you. She's been working with uh, women for many, many years. And uh, she's worked with some men as well. But she really uh, breaks it down for you in this episode to understand what's going to make a woman really want to stay with you, and what you need to do to find the quality woman. There's a lot of women out there. And if you are attracting women left and right, or even just attracting one woman, you got to know if this one is the one for you. She's going to tell you how to make a relationship actually last. One of my favorite episodes I've done in a long time, so I highly suggest that you check this out. Now, sometimes I I have people who end up asking questions on the hotline, Who can get their questions answered here on the podcast? If you have a question that you want answered, then call in 323 432 0025. Ask your question. We'll answer it right here on the podcast. All right, let's do that. And also, if you want a free course on how to talk to girls, my favorite course called Conversation That Gets You Dates, well, all you have to do is send in a screenshot of A a review that you do for the how to talk to girls podcast on iTunes and what I'll do is I will send you access to the course so send me a screenshot to trip at tripadvice.com of you doing a review for the how to talk to girls podcast and we'll give you access to the course sound pretty fair sound like a good deal it's pretty fun so go ahead and do that what else do I got for you? That's all I got for you. Let's get into this interview. This is Lauren Francis on how to get a woman dedicated to you. Here she is. Hey, Lauren, how are you doing today?
1: I'm fantastic. How are you, Tripp?
0: I am fantastic as well. So excited to have you here on the podcast. Been waiting to interview you and ask you all kinds of great questions. Now, you are just the master at, you know, really. Just being good at at dating and flirting and really sealing <laughs> the deal, and I know that you have been called the man whisperer. Is that right?
1: Mm, I by extra yes, I have. <laughs> oh, that's
0: that's hot stuff right there. I love it, and I know that you have some great advice. For the guy who's listening today who wants to know more about how to treat a lady on a first date so he can get a second date. And I know you said to me earlier, we were talking before, that you have a a bunch of knowledge on date etiquette, which is something that I actually don't really talk about that much and I've never covered with any other expert before. So how do you know so much about this? How did you get into this?
1: You know, I actually wrote a book called Dating, Mating, and Manhandling, which is now in eight languages. Ooh. And it just kind of, st- my career as a love coach, nobody grows up and thinks, hey, I want to be a love coach. Um, but it's something that I fell into because all of my girlfriends who were single were like, why are you dating? What are you doing? So I took them out to you know the bar, or the club, and uh, we created what we called the Man Trap Pack. <laughs> and uh there, it was like basically wing women, and there was a leader, which was me, a lookout, a scout, and a sniper to shoot down lame ducks. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make sure that all of your uh, your flock of men that are listening to this podcast don't get shot down anymore. And yes. um, so it became like the basis of my book, you know, it was my romantic research. And then I wrote a book, and since then, you know, uh, the book's in eight languages, and uh, you know, I. Do coaching and programs. And I, my work is specifically focused for women, but I have a lot of secret intel about the way that men think and also how men can really up their game and create uh, better romantic results.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And also, I mean, you've been working with women for so long. So you got like, I mean, of course, I know you are a woman, but either way, you hear about all the the crazy stuff that women probably say to you when you're doing coaching with them, so you really have a great idea of what women are looking for and what they want and what they desire, right?
1: Yeah, I'm literally like the black box of girl intel. Ooh,
0: I like that. That's I like what that. I
1: am, and I'm gonna, really, I'm gonna, I'm happy to share it with you. Yes, fantastic.
0: Okay, so let's let's talk about this first. I know we're gonna talk about some date etiquette, but what do you think are some tips before this? Like how. You believe is the best way for a guy to get a date and to flirt with a girl and to get her interested so he can even get on this first date?
1: So, I think that, um, you know, there's a lot of different ways that you can date. You can be dating in cyberspace, on dating apps, online, or in your physical space. And, you know, there's, I really believe that, um, I really believe that being confident, which is a very kind of generic, but wonderful idea is really king, and you know, dating is really it is kind of a numbers game, so to speak. But you don't ever want to make the girl that you're flirting with feel like that, right? So I think that if you do um, approach women, you want to approach them in a way. You know, there's that whole kind of the game, kind of theory of dating where you would neg a girl and kind of put her down. I think I think something. Uh, Something that's more um, charming goes a long way, and most women don't really like being insulted. <laughs> most most high status women exactly don't really like being rejected. You know, women that have daddy issues and need therapy are uh, going to try to get a man's approval and work really hard. But the kind of women that you really want to be with aren't psychos. They're not people that are going to try to stalk you or burn your house down if you reject them, right? So I think you're going to do better at treating women and uh, you know girls if you're dating girls, if you're a younger man, um, with uh, a you know, kind of appreciation and respect and a kind of quiet confidence. Women like quiet confidence.
0: Uh, Let's talk about that for a second. What do you mean by that?
1: Well- There's a kind of guy that's a big braggart uh, that will go on and on about himself. And women can often get really confused. Um, Women can get really confused by this kind of communication. I do do have a theory about dating. uh, And I think that men often on a first date will let slip exactly what's wrong with them in the relationship department. And they do this because you want to qualify women. So for example... I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you communication techniques because you probably have a lot of quote unquote flirt tips, you know, flirting tips for men who are teaching your audience right how to flirt effectively with women. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you some deeper coaching about how to make sure that you wind up with the right kind of women. I think that that I think that that would be effective, and also some dating etiquette so that you're not accidentally turning the women that you really want to be with off. Um, does that sound good?
0: That sounds perfect. Let's do oh. it. Let's do it. <laughs> all
1: right, so I, I I have something in my coaching that I call the secret male lemon law disclaimer, and this is when on a first date, you know you you know the purpose of a first date is really to basically say, pick me, please, right? You want to stand out among the Hordes of other men that are kind of vying for the woman that you most desire, right? And those usually, those women are usually like maybe ten percent of the gen pop that's in the club or you know on Tinder. And so what you want to do is, you know, you want to share with them about what men usually will brag about what they think is the most valuable asset to a woman. So they'll say, you know, I didn't want to valet my Porsche. They always tend to scratch it. That's a way of letting a woman know that you're driving a Porsche, you know. Or I crushed the competition at the, you know, in the boardroom or at the office, right? As a way of letting women know mm-hmm. your value. So men will brag or share with women about whatever they think they've got to offer that's the most valuable. And. Um, And, but while they're doing that, they'll also let slip what's going on with them in the relationship department. So they'll often say things like, you know, I don't believe in love or I'm just up for fun. Um, And they do this because they really want to be good guys. They don't want to, uh, but they also don't want to, you don't want to waste your time on a woman that's not going to be interested in the kind of relationship you want to have. So I guess the first tip that I would probably suggest that you, that you do is figure out what your actual relationship goals are, because this is where you wind up in a lot of trouble with women. So if you're just up for fun, if you're not in a relationship place, and you just really want to party, you just want to, you know, have some fun with somebody. It's not like it's not the woman that you want to really go steady with or ultimately marry. You really can say, you know, I'm. Um, you know, working really hard in school right now, or I just started a job. I work really long hours, so I don't have a ton of time. But I really, I'm really up for having a great time.
0: Do you think a woman might like get turned off by that if if a guy is courting her, knowing that he's not really into having a relationship?
1: Well, the thing is, is that a lot of women aren't really interested necessarily in having long term relationships either. They might be working really hard at school. They might not look at you as a serious romantic candidate, but somebody that is just up for fun too. So I think that, I think that men naturally do this anyway, that you, they will let slip that kind of information. And if you're somebody that winds up getting into a lot of trouble because women get confused or they get angry because you've just slept with them and then you never call them again, this is a really good way to make sure that you don't get that kind of blowback. Because if you say, you know, I'm really working hard right now, I don't have that much time to date, but I'm definitely the best date you'll ever have. You know, I had a man once say to me, I'm good, I wanna do bad things to you that I promise you're gonna like. <laughs> you know, and I have to admit he was so right.
0: Okay, re- repeat that, repeat that, because I think the guy who's listening right now, has to learn that line that sounds like a killer line.
1: It's a killer line. I want I want to do I pro, I want to do things to you that I I want to do bad things to you that I promise you're gonna like.
0: Wow. Now, why do you think I mean, I have some ideas, but why do you think that's so powerful for a woman to hear to turn her on?
1: Because it's definitely, it's, it's very sexy. It's super confident. It's telling her that you really want to have a sexual experience with her and you're turned on by her and that she's going to love it. What it's not saying is, I want to be in a serious relationship with you. It's not saying I want to get married or I'm in a relationship space. It's clearly stating your intentions. But your intentions are going to sound really fun. And it's not saying, and it's also not closing the door to being in a relationship, but it's definitely putting, putting it in the uh, more than friend, friend zone.
0: Right. It definitely gets you out of the friend zone. But at the same time, that is definitely something a guy could say to a girl who he's still interested in a relationship, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. If you're on, if you're on date in, number... In fact, you
0: should probably, Right.
1: Well, yeah, but I wouldn't do that on a first date.
0: No, no, no,
1: no. You know, no. I would I would I would save that for like a second or third date. You know, this is when that that kind of a line signals that the relationship you want to move the, the relationship into a sexual place. Right. And it is the kind of thing that she's going to think about afterwards. And I actually put it in my book. <laughs> that's how that's how that's how long I thought about that. And I'm somebody that's heard like almost every line under the sun, and that really definitely got my attention. That one was
0: just like, "Whoa!" That hit you hard. <laughs> no pun intended. Okay. No pun intended. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. So, okay, so let's let's continue. So, so so go on with with so it, with, yeah, with and so also,
1: yeah. So so and also, like, if you're on a first date with a woman, you can say, "Yeah, I'm really." Um, you know, I'm not. Uh, you know, you could say that I'm really looking for, uh, I'm really looking for the right, the right person, or I'm really, you know, uh, in more of like, a, you know, you could say that I used to, uh, you know, have I've had a lot of fun, and I'm looking, I'm really looking for like the right, the right fit. That's a great thing to say to a girl to let her know that you are in more of a relationship space.
0: Okay, that you're looking for the right fit.
1: Yeah, I'm looking for the right fit. You know, I'm really looking for the right fit. I'm not interested in like dating, you know, I'm not, you know, you know, I've definitely had a lot of fun, but I'm I'm now like in a more serious place and looking for the right fit. That's if you're dating somebody that you actually could take seriously.
0: How do you think a guy can, I mean, I think this might be easy for a guy, but I just want to hear what you, you would say to this. Like, how do you think a guy knows what he wants? Like, how can a guy figure out If he wants a relationship or if he just wants to hook up, like, what if a guy just doesn't know? He's like thinking to himself, sitting here, he's listening to the podcast. He's like, I don't really know what I want. I mean, what kind of advice would you give that guy?
1: Well, I think that, um, I think that men, you know, I've got something that I call the Jerry Maguire theory of love. And I really believe that all men, show me the money, show me the money, But this is also, you know, the reason why men love this movie is because I really think it's almost like Cinderella for dudes. It really is like how men, it's like the ultimate male fantasy about how they would like a woman to behave um, and to treat them if they enter into a serious relationship and a marriage. And in so I always, you know, challenge men to really... I, what I believe is that men really all have a special mission and it's one thing at a time only. And it's something that's self-determined. So it's not something that anybody tells you that you should be or tells you that you should want. It's something that really kind of is an urge from your soul and it's heroic in nature. It's epic in nature. It's really, it's something that you're willing to kind of sacrifice everything else for. It's something that you're, um, you know, and it's something that. That uh, you know, sometimes men are on a mission to figure out their mission, and then that can be a mission too. But so, for example, I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, you know, in Jerry Maguire, right? Jerry Maguire is this famous sports agent, and right at the beginning of the film, he gets canned. He gets snaked out of his job by what he thinks is his best friend at the office. Sports agent loses his job, and then he says to his fiance that he thinks has his back. And that he thinks loves him. And he says, you know, I just got robbed. And she literally looked at him and she said, you're a loser. And she socks him in the nose. And at that moment, he realized that she wasn't in love with him. She was in love with his status. She was in love with what he could do for her. And it was really a big fall from grace. And it's the biggest pet peeve that most women have about women, right? They look at you like sperm donors or they look at you like Potential providers, but they don't necessarily. A lot of men don't really feel like they're really loved for being who they are. Right. And um, so he leaves, and he goes, you know, who will come with me? He's on the floor of the office as he's leaving. Who will come with me? And it's crickets. Nobody responds. And then his secretary, Renee Zell- Zellwigger, who's been secretly, secretly in love with him, pipes up and says, "I will. I will, Jerry." And she grabs her typewriter and her fishbowl, and she follows him. And what she does is she supports him in his mission. She believes in, in him when he doesn't believe in himself. It's the behind every great man is a great woman kind of theory. And what happens is she, um, she has a, little, a son. Now, I believe also most men are really great at creating team. So, they will naturally kind of partner women who are really supporting them in their mission. So, this will be like, you know, if you're at school, she'll be typing your term papers. She'll help you do research. She'll be there, kind of believing in you and cheering you on, even when you're really not believing in yourself, right? And this is also why Robin Williams married the nanny. This is why Ben Affleck just. Left Jennifer Gardner for the nanny. They want because those those women actually love their children and are in a support role. And I know this sounds very old-fashioned. There's another part of this coaching that I focus on for women, but it's really essential that when you are dating, that you understand what your mission is in life what's the most important thing to you and i always have women ask men you know what is it that like gives you a reason to get up every day what's the most important thing that you want to accomplish in your life some for some men it can be creating family for some men it can be making a difference in the lives of others for some men it's loving the lord for some men it's winning and being right so you have to it's 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 kind of a self-determined thing i actually um was in something called the X-Prize. Do you know what the X-Prize is? No, I don't. It's, um, it's this crazy, awesome thing. They built Richard Branson's rocket ship to the moon, and 200 people get together every year and uh, come up with problems that they'd like to see solved in the world, like clean you know, water after oil spills and crazy things like that. And anyway, I was in it in a think tank. I was the only love coach in it and probably that most of these people have ever heard of. But um, uh, Jim, Jim Cameron, James Cameron, uh, the director of uh, Titanic and Avatar, you know, came up to me and he said, okay, what's your shtick? And I looked up at him and I said, well, I believe all men have a special mission to share with the world. And they partner women who support them in that mission and they remove women who are in conflict to it. And he looked at me, took a beat, and he said, Interesting. That's completely right. He said, My mission is to be an explorer. And you wouldn't think about that if you looked at him. But he said, You know, I've created the biggest movies. I did the biggest 3D movie in the history of all time, which was Avatar. And he said, And I actually am going on a submarine down to the deepest depths that anyone's ever gone. He's really into sea life and sea preservation. And he said, My wife came up to me before I went on this mission, and she said, You know, I almost asked you to not go because he could have been crushed to death by the extreme pressure. They didn't know if they were going to survive it. But she said, I remembered the promise I made to you before we got married that I would never stop you from exploring. And they have an amazing marriage. So the thing is that. If you are a cop, you can't be with a woman that is freaked out every time you have to leave and go to duty. If you're in the army, you can't marry a woman who is not okay with you going on a tour of duty. You have to get people that actually back you up. And the biggest mistake most men make is they don't really vet or uh, inquire about what women are really capable of. They don't really, they don't really make sure that the women that they're partnering are really gonna sign up for that particular job. So if you, in other words, if you're with a woman and you have to do your homework, right? Or you have to write that term paper for college and you have a girl that's constantly calling you and interrupting you and doesn't give you the space that you need to do your work and get your stuff done, you're with the wrong girl. And you can't make her be a different girl. She's either that girl or not. People don't really change that much.
0: Right. Wow, this is like really powerful stuff. I haven't talked about this stuff on any of my episodes yet. So first of all, I think you're absolutely right. And I can say that being a man that I want a woman who's going to support me in my mission as well. Um, and the mission is literally what we 're doing right now, helping other men uh, find amazing relationships and be able to be confident and 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 go on dates with the women that they choose right so I definitely want that now here's my question for you knowing this and and the guy kind of understanding this now, maybe he knows his mission. How can he vet for that?
1: Well, what you have to look at is you have to look at the woman's life you have to look at what does she do for a living how does she function what kind of personality type is she and do and do you feel supported by her do you feel supported is she a nurturer is she somebody who you know if you actually work a lot of hours you can't be with somebody who's super needy and clingy right mm-hmm. you will not satisfy her and the thing that i would say to women is you can't partner men where it's hard for you to satisfy them. So a woman that's hard for you to satisfy is not the right kind of woman. What you're offering has to basically not rub or be too difficult for her to swallow. (laughs) You know, it can't be too difficult for her to get on board with the sacrifices that she's going to have to make for you being the man that you need to be.
0: And you probably don't want to be convincing a woman either, right? It should be more natural. Like the woman should almost automatically open up to whatever your mission is. If it's something where she's.
1: She should be excited about it.
0: Yeah, like almost right away, don't you think? I mean, does she. Yeah. I mean,
1: she yeah, like that's cool. Oh my God, tell me more. What inspired you to be involved in that? Oh, I would love to come and you know, watch, uh, you know, marine life uh, replicating, you know, in the Antarctic, or, oh, I would love to go on a mission to create clean water in Africa. You know, oh, that sounds fun. Sure. You know, I'd love to go to the Amazon, you know, and look for new monkeys. What
0: <laughs> I, I mean, listen, these, these are great. You know, and and I hope that anyone listening are doing those crazy missions. But what about the guy who's like, I just want to be a lawyer. I want to be a doctor. Um, I want to. I mean, even something that's just. I want to be in construction, and that's what I love, and that's what I want to do. Whatever it is, I mean, yeah. What about those missions that are just a little bit more?
1: She's got to be like, cool. That sounds amazing. What are you studying? Why do you want to be that guy? And then she's got to be, but then she's got to be okay with your schedule. She's got to be cool with your schedule and cool with the sacrifices that you're making and the attention that you're making and and needing to put on whatever it is that you're doing. And she can't criticize you or put you down for what you're doing. Like a lot of women will get together with men who are like rockers, right? And then they try to get them to stop being in the band and take a real job. You know? So that is... that is. what I call a compatibility coordinate that you want to really check and make sure that she really is on board with whatever it is you know, that you're the most passionate about. If you're really into your family and love spending time with your family, you've got to find out, is she a family kind of girl? Does she believe in family or does she have problems with her own parents and not want you to spend time with your parents? That's a huge source of conflict. Huge sorts of conflict for many couples.
0: Yeah, those are big. Or
1: she wants to have a baby. You know, she wants to have a baby right away. That's something that men should really check out. Like, how quickly does she want to have a baby? You can say, Do you want to have children one day? She can go, Yes, I want to have like a family of five. Well, if you do not want to be a dad or if you have no desire to create that anytime soon, that's not the right girl for you to date.
0: What are some other red flags you believe there are?
1: Um, well, I think that just in general, in terms of dating, I think that um, for men, I think that uh, you know, I think that women, women that are really controlling. Are not great choices unless you really need a lot of help getting through life. You know, some men are, uh, you know, kind of a little lazy at getting through life. So you need a woman who's kind of more on time um, and a little more buttoned up. So it just, it kind of really depends. See, this is like a very, uh, you know, it's hard to be general in terms of this kind of coaching. So different personality types need different kinds of partners. Uh, mm-hmm. to kind of complete them. But I think that you don't want somebody, I mean, truly, I think that men, you really should be doing the pursuing and not getting pursued. You want to be the person making the phone call, reaching out more often. A woman can kind of reach out to you uh, occasionally, but I, I think that you don't want the kind of woman that's kind of tracking you down. You want to be with the woman who they, who you can You can feel like the dude around, and where you feel like you can move the relationship forward because otherwise, you're going to be on her timetable. And you really want a woman who's on your timetable. You don't want her pushing you for commitments or exclusivity. I always say to women never push men for exclusivity. I always encourage them to date multiple men and to not, you know, give up the cat. (laughs) not give up their attention until the man asks them for exclusivity. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Some, Always. some some women might be waiting a while.
1: Some women might wait a while and and but then those women may drop you because they're not getting, you're not taking them seriously enough. So so I think that in terms of creating exclusivity with women, if you want a, a woman to go steady, you know, you need to say, you know, I'm a one woman man, mm-hmm. you know, and you, ha- and you have to find out if she would be willing to do that with you.
0: What's the, what do you think is the right amount of time that you're dating someone that a guy should bring that up?
1: Usually that happens after you have sex. Truthfully, like in today's modern age, right? Most women are having sex before they're in serious monogamous commitments. But you'll find women that will say, you know, I'm not comfortable having sex unless we're exclusive. And then you have to decide, you know, are you willing to forego all other women for that experience? Truthfully, a lot of men and women get exclusive for about a week, (laughs) you know, and they check it out. And then if it doesn't work, you know, you bow out. Um, so the best that what I would like to say is that, um, you know, and then if you have sex and it's on and you feel great, you could say, listen, you know, I actually am a one woman man. So, you know, I want you to know that, you know, is that, is that okay with you? Right. And then they will go, yeah. And you have to say, are you a one woman guy? You have to like qualify them and make sure, you know, just cause you're say you're a one woman man doesn't mean they've said they're one, a one, a one woman guy.
0: Right. Right. Of course.
1: Um, and, you know, but truthfully, a lot of women, you know, if they cross that line and want to keep seeing you will not usually be dating multiple people. It's usually the other way around. Men will usually have more romantic options if they can get them in their back pocket.
0: You don't think women have more options?
1: Oh, I think that women do have more options, but I I don't necessarily think that they use them. If they start, you know, if they go to the place, if they get to the place where they're actually sleeping with you, they will often be focusing on you more with more single-mindedness.
0: Okay, Mm -hmm. more, more in terms of, all right, I'm sleeping with this guy now. I want to. Now I'm thinking more about him being a potential like partner.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's like if a woman sleeps with you, it's much more likely that she's going to be looking at you as a long-term partner. If she hasn't negotiated her exclusivity on the front end, if she negotiates it up front, you know she's taking you seriously. Um, but if you sleep with her and she's and honestly, you know she the woman that's really into you is going to respond to your calls right away. She's not going to make you wait for long periods of time yep. before she returns your texts. She's gonna be available for your phone calls. She's going you know, when you propose a date, she's gonna make her calendar open for you. So, a woman that's into you will show up for you right away. She's not gonna play games with you. You
0: know what's funny is that I say that all the time. Like, it's not really difficult to know if a girl is interested in you. If she is, she'll let you know. She will let you know. Right? It will be painfully obvious.
1: You, like, literally, not only will she let you know, but you will actually know. I always say, if you're wondering, they're wandering.
0: Interesting. And I always say, I don't have a cute name like you just did, but um, (laughs) I always say, if you have a hunch that she's interested, she probably is.
1: Yes, except some people are a little delusional about that. Well, we can
0: all be a little delusional
1: sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) So if you got a hunch that she's interested, she probably is is totally true. But if then if she's not returning your texts or your calls or you start make she's making excuses about why she can't get together with you, then you know, you need to kind of take that as a cue that she's really not that into you.
0: Yeah, no, you definitely have to look at those signs. You can't just think that a girl's interested if yeah, she's not communicating with you, she's not meeting up with you, you know, these guys who are convinced that a girl right. likes them, even though they text back, but they won't ever meet up or they keep flaking on them. You know, it's like, no, the girl... Right. I I always Mm -hmm. say this. Tell me me what you think about this. When a guy or a girl says, I'm too busy to date right now, I, you know, um, not when they say it to themselves, but when they say it to to a person who's interested in them, I think 1% of the time, that's true. I think anyone who finds someone they really like will make time. Totally. I think it, it's just such a rare
1: case. I would say almost like 99.9% of the time, unless there's been a death in the family, you know, sometimes people go through real trauma, you know, or they're, you know, studying for finals or blah, 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 blah. Right. Like, yeah. You know. Or work,
0: work is it, totally crazy and they're about to get a promotion or whatever it is. That's the 0.1% where it's, yeah, it's actually true and there's something crazy going on in their life.
1: But somebody that meets somebody that blows them away. We'll always make time. We'll always make time. We'll always return your call. They'll figure out how to see you, and you know you can always send a text. You can always make a phone call. Right, right, I'm exactly. With you on that, one hundred percent. But then you know, here's what's also difficult for men because women, you know, really it's genetic. Men are set up to pursue, and women are genetically set up to gather. Right, hunters gatherers, and um, so. It can be confusing because as a man you can think, "Wow, I'm supposed to be the pursuer and she just wants to be pursued and I can convince her and I can change her mind." And so there is a there is a fine line because sometimes, you know, I have female clients who, you know, the guy's not exactly her type. She wants him to look a little bit different than he does or maybe make a little more money than he does, or sometimes even less money, because guys with a lot of money can come with a lot of baggage. Um, Or there's just something about the guy that's not quite their type, but the guy's so consistent and ardent uh, with his pursuit of her, is so classy about his pursuit, is so uh, clear about stating his romantic intentions in a way that's not scary, that it can actually melt a woman. And that's when you have these guys that look like they're fives or sixes going out with tens. And it's not just because those men have tons of money. It's because there's something about the way that that man kind of touched her soul or communicated with her that actually literally like melted her resistance. Um, and that's why if you really like somebody, I think that it's important for you to not Act casual when you don't feel casual.
0: Right. That makes sense. But you,
1: but you need to be confident enough to play it cool. Like you, you need, there's, um, I'm sure you have tons of programs about this. So I don't want to mention any other programs about this, but really learning how to flirt in a confident and, uh, you know, self assured way is really important. It's, that's not my, my particular area of expertise. So I'm going to leave it to you, Trip, to be the master at that.
0: Absolutely. Well, there's oh, almost, what, 60 to 70 episodes on that stuff. So anyone who's, who's still them, with us, buy them. <laughs> keep listening.
1: What I say, here's what I want to say. This is like a pitch for Trip and his programs. If you are not confident in your approach with women, all the other stuff that I just talked about won't matter because you won't get to the date The single thing, the single most important thing that you need to do is to get women to pay attention to you. Right, Trap?
0: Oh, hands down. Yeah. They have to, you have to get their attention. And then from there, you have to show them who you are and be sure of it the entire way through.
1: And you can't be bullshitting. Like you really have to, you know, be. No, of course not. It has to be real.
0: It It has to be real confidence, authentic confidence.
1: Yeah, and this is where men rise in love. This is when they become better than they are. This is when they turn, you know, when they go from being boys to men. Joseph Campbell said this beautiful, um, he was a great um, uh, uh, philosopher. And he talks about, um, I think it's called The Pursuit of and Myths. There's a series that Bill, uh, Bill Moyer did about Joseph Campbell. You should all Google Joseph Campbell. And he said that men, boys become men when they put themselves in service to women, children, and their country. Wow. That's when they become, that's, that's, when, that's the difference between uh, being a boy and being a man. A man really knows how, he knows that Partnering a woman is really, you have to be in service to her. You have to create value in her life. You have to figure out how you can make her world better because you're in it. It can't just be because you want to get laid or just take or get your needs met. Those, Those people are romantic narcissists and they create a lot of unhappiness. So if you're dating, I think that you want to really think about how do you provide value? Like a lot of rich men just spend a lot of money, but that becomes unsatisfying. A lot of wealthy men have credit cards where their hearts should be, mm. right? So a lot of rich, lonely women feel very shortchanged by partnering really powerful men because they don't get the attention that they want. But that's that goes back to a mission thing, right? Right. You know? So So- the, um, so I think what you want to think about is, you know, how, what can you spare? Like, what can you offer? What do you have to offer a woman when it comes to love? And then you have to provide that value. Mm-hmm. So if it's attention, if it's care okay, remember I had a boyfriend once, like we just started dating and I had to go to the uh, doctors and he was like, I'm coming with you. And I was like, you are? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. And um, that was so touching. I wound up being with him for six years. You know what I mean? It was really like, he really was showing that he cared about me. So there's a kind of attention that you want to pay women if you're interested in partnering them. And you want to do that kind of er- very early on in the dating experience.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I always say this to you also, the, the, everything you're saying, I completely agree with. You want to be doing these things. And at the same time, you want to find a woman who's gonna do the exact same thing. That's right. You know, it's like it goes both ways. Cause I can I can hear right now, I can hear in the thoughts of maybe some of the guys listening being like, oh, what is that supposed to mean? It's all about the woman. We we gotta do everything for the woman. We have to provide for the woman. You know, where is she in this? And I, I try to tell guys all the time, she's gotta be there too. You just gotta don't worry about that yet worry about you doing the good things for her. And if she doesn't reciprocate, well, then that's a different story. And then you, can, you can release her or let her go or break <laughs> up with her. But, but um, it's, it, yeah. it goes both ways.
1: Yeah, you don't want to be with somebody who's just taking. You want to be with somebody who's giving. There's a great book called Why Men Marry. Uh, it's an old-timey, old-fashioned book, but it really talked about, you know, the statistics are that most men married women who showed real care and concern about them in a very particular way on the first couple of dates, Whoa. so the guy was sick. She brought him chicken soup. Called to see how he was. You know, she caught, she showed real care and concern about him. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, and I think that a lot of um, a lot of people get caught up in there's like a rejection syndrome that happens where you know if you're dating and you get shot down a lot you can you, so the other thing is that a lot of men are going for the same 10% of the women that are online and they're not looking they're overlooking women that are actually better suited for them than the hot girls that the super hot girls that they're that everybody else is chasing down mm-hmm. So, this is like kind of playing to the middle of the herd instead of going for the gazelle, you know, at the who's at the top, you know, the alpha girl at the top of the pack. And a lot of people get caught up in this kind of hunt pursuit hunt like this catch and release kind of dating style. And I think that it actually does a lot of damage. I think it does a lot of damage. And I think that if you really if you really want a girlfriend, you know if you if it, if this is more than just getting, you know, and having a notch on the belt, right? Or trying to get a, a lot of men try to get approval by having a babe on their arm and not having a woman that's in his heart.
0: Mm. How, can, and, how, how can a guy get over that, you think?
1: Well, I think that you're going to get over it just by the process of natural selection because those women are going to crush you. <laughs> over and over and over again. Like if you keep going after women that constantly reject you, you might want to refocus who you're going after. Because I promise you, there's a woman. It's like my Aunt Blanche says, there's a lid for every pot. And I say there's like an ass for every seat. And and dating is like musical chairs. You know, it's like who's there when the music stops playing? So if you keep going after women that don't want you, start focusing on the ones that do and give them a shot. You know, I have women that I'm working with. I'm doing, you know, I do dating challenges of going on 20 dates in two months. And to get on 20 dates in two months means that you have to go out sometimes with women that you would never, they would not be your first string girls. You know, mm-hmm. they're not your MVPs. They're, you know, the second string girls, and sometimes even women that you'd actually have on the bench, but literally go out with them and see if they like you. Like, see if they're good to you. See if they... Now, the thing is, though, about men is that you have to be attracted to women. So I don't want you dating women that you're not really attracted to.
0: Right, of course.
1: You know, so the thing is, women can build on it. You know, attraction can build for women. Attraction comes... It's not always visual. Um, You know... And I have been in relation... My ex created The Simpsons, Matt Groening, and you could say he wasn't an Adonis in his physical form, right? But he's an Adonis, creatively speaking. You know, and a funnier person, a more charming person, it would be hard to meet.
0: I'm surprised that it took, um, it took 41 minutes and 36 seconds to tell us that you were dating Matt Groening.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My joke about, my joke uh, with Matt was always, you know, the only men like better than, the only person men like better than me is you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh
1: man, that's awesome. That
0: is I'll so actually cool. send
1: you a little cartoon that he did of me if you send out a newsletter with this podcast of me as Lauren Francis, Ph
0: Oh my God, that is hilarious. That is hilarious. I definitely will do that. Send that to me.
1: Yeah, but send attraction can build for women and it doesn't really necessarily build for men. Am I wrong about this?
0: Okay. You are a little wrong.
1: It oh is. good, thank God. Yes. Because that's like a myth I needed to have busted.
0: Yeah, no, it it can grow. It can it's let me put it this way, it can grow way more for women than it can for men, but it can grow for a man.
1: Okay, um, tell me th- about that.
0: There's just not that much room. It's just that, you know, for we could go out with a girl. Well, it, it goes both ways, right? We could go with a girl who's a 10 in our eyes. And she could be a bitch or she could just suck or she's boring or she's dumb or she's just like Selfish and her attraction will go down. It will. We'll actually, we will be less attracted to a girl like that. At least I know I have. And I've talked to many guys who think the same thing. Like it it just, it just goes down. Um, And then the opposite, right? There are girls who are like, okay, she's not our 10, she's maybe our seven or eight, you know, where we do think she's really pretty and really attractive. But then we get to meet her and you know, everything we talked about on this podcast, she's supportive, she's sweet, she's, um, you know, just all, all the great things that whatever the guy wants in a girl. And they become way more hot, way more attractive. I love
1: what you're saying. I love what you're saying. So dudes, listen listen to your leader, trip, you know, and, and if you're not, if you're home alone, you know, uh, and not getting any action or satisfaction... Go out, like start courting women that aren't perfect tens, but that, and see, and see if they're awesome and see if it can build. Because I I will tell you, that's the the biggest problem with dating. And it's also the biggest problem with all of this, like this massive um, access that we have now to anybody at our fingertips. Like you swipe right, swipe left, right? There's so much, uh, there's so much availability. Uh, to partner people. And that's why I think you really want to know your core values, your core needs, where you are in life. And you want to make sure that that girl is going to be there for you. But then you also have to remember to be there for them too. Right. That's right. like, that's like the beautiful, like self recharging battery.
0: Right. And that that's the love right there. You know, it goes back and forth, give and take, yin and yang. You know, you, you, you want that balance and that's, what's going to create the kind of healthy relationship that I'd, I'd hope, you know, you want. So, exactly. Yeah. Lauren, this has been awesome. <laughs> this is like, I, I, I love when I get to say this and I swear I don't say this in every interview. I only say it on a very select few, but I love when I get to learn stuff. You know, because I I really, I don't claim to know it all. I know more than the average guy, but I'm always still learning. And you taught me some really good stuff here today that I'm going to take away uh, for my personal life, which is, I mean, I'll be honest, it's half the reason why I do these interviews. I do, of course, for the podcast and for the listeners, but (laughs) I do it for me too. I love to learn from experts such as yourself who have been doing this for a long time. And of course, uh, you know, women like you who are dating cool people like Matt Groening. So...
1: Well, he's an ex. He's an ex. I'm with an awesome I new know, man. Ex-
0: <laughs> good, good. How, how long have you been with your new guy for?
1: Uh, for a year.
0: Oh, fantastic! Congratulations yeah. to you. Thank you. Very Thanks. nice. So he is
1: Adonis on the inside and the outside. I, I do have to admit, but there you there. go. Perfect. <laughs>
0: Perfect. I love it. So awesome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for doing this. And um, I already mentioned some of your websites in the beginning of this episode, but. Uh, Lauren, just take it away. Where can the guys find you?
1: Oh, you can go to laurenfrancis.com or just Google Cupid's inbox and it will take you to my website. Uh, but it's Lauren Francis, L A U R E N F R A N C E S com
0: perfect and, guys- and that's
1: francis with an e because if you put it in with an i you'll find a german opera singer who also looks strangely like me
0: oh my god oh, oh my god, god. that's funny <laughs> <laughs> and i'll put that stuff in the description so you guys can go ahead and click that and find it very easily uh lauren thank you again hopefully we'll have you on uh, sometime in the future to to talk more about uh dating and and relating
1: Absolutely. And actually, there is a free uh, little video thing I've got. I've got a free gift for dudes. So if you go to my website, go to the Love Store. I've got something called the Love Store, and I'm going to put it up just for you guys.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much. Thanks for watching. You
1: got it. Bye, guys.
0: All right. Thanks. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. Over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast? Email all your questions to trip at (laughs) tripadvice.com.